If you believe in reciprocity, the idea of give and take, or getting out what you put in, then Keen Utility Work Boots with Keen Regen technology are made for you. Keen Regen is a cushioning performance midsole that provides 50% energy return with every step, keeping you in constant motion. Many Keen Utility boots and shoes are made with Keen Regen midsoles, so you can choose from a wide range of styles, safety toe types, and boot heights. Visit keenfootwear.com work regen. Keen Utility, step forward. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. What's up, y'all? This is Shaquille Bear, Super Bowl 50 and 55 champ. I want to let y'all know y'all listen to one of the best sports shows out there right now. And thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cut Sportscast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside my very distant partners once again I'm, I'm very upset to start this show to see you guys in your actual homes and not next to me it's very depressing but i'm joined of course by your boy a j johnson below me we've got the smoothest voice in sports casting dylan kearns and in the bottom left corner we have the mukesiah my best friend aaron mukes what's up guys how does it feel to be back home aj you got the tampa thing behind you i gotta start with you Yes, yes, I had to switch it up. First off, it, it's comfy to be home, but it's boring. It's not as exciting hanging out with my fellas down in Florida. I'm sorry y'all are back in South Carolina, way across the country in Sacramento. It, it, it hurts. But, you know, I got to see your beautiful faces on screen. Yay for that. The Tampa thing had to come back because tonight the lightning close it out. Florida's going home. Elimination time starts there. I'm excited about it. We're moving on tonight. Book it. You, you know, you Book brought it. up you brought up the like you post when you shared that post that we had today, you brought up the fact like you said eliminate like someone's getting eliminated tonight. And I was like, <laughs> that's not that's not a thing. Like, no, no one is necessarily being eliminated tonight. So it's not a guarantee. And I hope I hope that it's not the Florida Panthers. It's like you're not picking up what I'm putting down. No, I don't want to pick what it up. What does he say? What does Barker say? I guarantee. Don't- <laughs> Florida yeah. Panthers out of how many how many times is he wrong when he says that? Yeah, I'm not sure. Every <laughs> time. Hey, that man losing his mind. By the way, like I know they don't want to address it yet, but like you ever watch you watch that man on the panel start talking and try to bring up stuff. It, it's going. I don't know if he, they don't want to address it, but it's going. Can I address this comment? <laughs> Can I address this aggressive comment? My guy Mac ain't, ain't messing with the hockey. Got to give it a yeah. chance, man. Got to give it a chance. There's fighting. There's blood. There's. It's not as soft <laughs> as basketball. I mean, come hey, on. Hey, playoff, playoff, playoff hockey. Playoff hockey is legit. Uh, it took me a long time to get into to hockey, but I will say, playoff hockey has changed my my perspective on the sport. So, um, although I, I probably still won't be the the regular season, watch every game kind of guy, but um, the playoffs are the playoffs are lit. There's been some really good matchups this playoffs, and uh, I mean we're going to talk about them today, so I'm ready. 
It's it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I see Mac just posted that one here. It's fun in person. I'll give you that. Well, it's going to be fun listening to us talk about it, and we could teach you and entertain you about what is happening. Dylan, haven't heard much from you this uh, this show yet. How is it being back in South Carolina? How was the drive in old Sally, Sandy, Stacy, uh, whatever? <laughs> one of those names had to be right, right? Yeah, it was Big Stacy. That's yes, my truck. There it um, is. You know, it, it, she she made her way home, so that's good. The drive wasn't that bad. Got in about 10.30 that night. And, Aaron, I do want to address one thing. You got uh, a weird little headset going on there. It looks like I'm ordering something at a drive-thru <laughs> restaurant. How about you put your other side down so it makes it look even? Um, more like Mickey Mouse. I, I don't like the way that sounds in my ear because I'm used to hearing myself talk. And there's like no sound comes through my headphones, so I have to have one ear open. Um, unfortunately, uh, during the transport of my my personal items from Florida to California, I somehow misplaced my AirPods, and um, not sure where they're at. So I got stuck wearing these big, bulky, full sale Dylan Kearns, the, D- uh, the Dylan, the JB headphones. special. Yeah. The JB special headphones <laughs> that, I, that I do not care for. He was, he was mm. loaded up with that joke too. He was, he was ready for someone to wear the full sale headphones <laughs> just so he could fire that one off. It wasn't even funny. Like, I mean, it wasn't even funny. Like your, your humor today has been about as bad as you play catchphrase. So it, it's, Whoa. it's bad, uh, but, but hey, I do want to say that man got a W in catchphrase about time. I mean, hey, even a, even a broken clock is right twice a day, but I do want to point out, I do want to point out, I actually have been um, extremely <laughs> tired and extremely saddened that I'm back home. Uh, and, and you guys all know, I, I mentioned these, this to you on the trip. I get extremely homesick when I'm, when I'm gone for periods of time, even though I'm having fun on vacation, I get homesick. I like to be at my house. I, I'm sad. I'm sad that I'm not there doing it in person. I'm sad that we're not on the full sale, you know, set live doing what we were doing. Um, it is always nice to see your guys' faces, but I do miss the in-person kind of, uh, kind of just banter and camaraderie that we had. It was special and it's just a true testament as to what we've built here at, at the rough cut. So, but I'm excited for tonight's show. He, he's getting rough right. cut sick. He's, he's, he's no, getting rough. No, right. no, no, right. no, absolutely. Like not. you're you missing guys... us. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like absolutely. you're, yeah. Like homesick, but like you're, you're yeah. rough cut sick. Now you, you miss the boys. No you miss no the boys. Doubt. Well, I, I, I have the, I had the privilege of, of doing the fast five today. It is of course Wednesday and we got to hit you with the fast five. And I decided to take a little, a, a d- different route on the fast five. So here is a little tribute to my best friends and the great time that we had this weekend. We started off with a big win from AJ and Aaron in catchphrase from Fun and Games Friday. It left myself and Dylan Kearns absolutely (laughs) rattled. And then we move on to a big dub in the air hockey universe. Me defeating Aaron Mukes in air hockey. And then Dylan Kearns. Wait for it. Wait for it. I forgot it went that long. Dylan Kearns just swish after swish after swish as he took down A.J. Johnson in the hoops challenge. It was absolutely embarrassing. And Aaron again shows up here with his masterful top golf skills. He was drilling them all weekend long. And then this, guys, this is just a just a feel-good moment, just realizing how bad Dylan is a catchphrase. I want to sprinkle in our moments at full sail. We had a great time together there was a lot of teaching a lot of learning a lot of discussing and all around a great time and i couldn't i could i I, this right here this this picture right here of the boys makes me feel so special inside seeing it 
that's your fast five. It was a little bit quicker than a minute 20, but I just wanted to kind of do a little bit of a recap on what happened this weekend with the fun and games that we had and, and the full sail trip. It was just, it was a fantastic time. You, you could have got away with a slow five on that one. That one hit me in the heartstrings. Yeah. I was like, oh, that, man. That was, I, hey, you, that was you know that. You know, that that might, that's probably the best fast five I've seen since we started that segment, bro. That was Hands that down. was well done. Like, even the video and everything, man, well done. It was so so much fun. Yo, that studio was dope. And we need a studio, y'all. I miss, <laughs> yeah. I, miss, I miss a lot of things about that trip. It was a lot of fun. But one thing I don't miss is Aaron's horrendous, horrendous playlist. Incorrect. Incorrect. Oh. You're a child. You know, You're a child. Hey, this, these these Gen Z little boys that want to bring it. Hey, play the little baby. Play the little baby. Like I'm turning on. I mean, we're listening to to Jay Z, Biggie, Pac, like Warren Too G, short, Too Short, Doctor Dr. Luda, Eminem, Luda, Five, Luda, just just I mean, all over the place, right? And this guy's talking about who are these people? I don't know. I these knew people. I knew who they were. The only one talking I messed about up, my playlist. Only one I messed up was I called Kanye uh, notorious B.I.G. That, that was the <laughs> one. Oh, that was that bad. in itself. <laughs> that in itself should get you disqualified for picking any music, any right? music, all time. And it ain't like he didn't sprinkle in some new age stuff for you. He had he, some Kate on on there. He skipped Kendrick every time he's came on, and Kendrick no, 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 he skipped one song. He skipped one song of Kendrick Lamar. What? I skipped one song of Kendrick Lamar. I played. You only got one on that a, long playlist that you said has please, a bunch of I played of a ton of J. Cole. I played a ton of J. Cole, and you love like J. Cole. Cole. I played Lil Baby. Part. I played Big Sean. And you Meek play Lil Mill. Baby for the one song I, I, I oh. picked for you. Oh, yeah. oh, I, my goodness. Can I, can I bring guy. up my favorite moment? <laughs> one of my favorite moments of, <laughs> of, of, oh, no. of oh. the trip? This right here. <laughs> hey, look at this. So, so I feel like now, now that we're here and we're hey, kind of you let Dylan do play by play. That's what I was trying. That's what I'm going to do here. You didn't get a chance to defend yourself, Dylan. Can you explain what is happening here for the fans who didn't know what was happening? <laughs> so when I was six years old, I, I took I took breakdancing classes for my uncle, who was actually a pro a professional breakdancer. He was a uh, his nickname was uh, Coda, and he, he used to do battles in Detroit and stuff when Eminem was coming up. And he did a lot of breakdancing stuff like this. And I took his I took one class as a six year old, and um, I, I learned a few <laughs> tricks. And I thought that I still remembered some of those tricks tricks but i'm a lot bigger uh fatter and unathletic <laughs> nowadays so I, I tried to attempt some of these and it didn't go see I'm, I, I'm thinking in my head that i can do it but clearly the physical ability is not present so uh now i'm dancing for some reason i have no idea what's happening there um hey wasn't yeah, it as funny it as when you got into the into the basketball stance or the football stance? <laughs> yeah that yeah. was classic hit the floor i was i was ready to go there good time oh, good time man so much fun, guys. So much fun. Can't wait to do it again. Really can't. That was that was really good. I, we had a lot of fun. But, of course, we are now all separated. But the show must go on, and we're talking hockey tonight. It is back to the future time. I have a little theme set up for tonight's show where we kind of look back at what we said that was really wrong and was really right at times. But this is a, this is going to be a, kind of a two-part series. Tonight, we're going to play Back to the Future with hockey. And tomorrow night, we're going to play Back to the Future with basketball. And I know AJ and both AJ and Aaron have some hot takes and some good takes from last night or from last week's show. But tonight is hockey night. AJ, I needed to do me one 
quick favor before we get it rolling. Hit us up, kind of follow, get to Twitter, Rough Cut underscore sports on Facebook at Rough Cut Sports on Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast. Then head over to YouTube, find us at Rough Cut Sportscast video after video after video after live show after video after great thumbnail from Vinny. Hit that like, hit that share, hit that subscribe. And you know the deal, tell everybody. Everybody? Everybody. And of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether that's a jersey, signed cleat, signed helmet. They have it there over at HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. And a big shout out to the beautiful network that we're a part of, the Belly Up Sports Network. We appreciate everything that they do for us. Shout out all the great shows that are going on over there at the Belly Up Sports Network. Check them out. We might have a big hockey thing going on next week. I've been I've been told that we're doing a big Belly Up hockey thing next Tuesday. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about good. that. But I think there's something I want to bring up here. AJ, is it okay if I peel the curtain back on the belly up stuff here real quick? I think you should. Okay, good, good. So we found out that belly up is great. They give us stats and kind of the, the power rankings of how their shows are doing and everything. And we found out that we ranked in the top 10 in terms of listens for audio, which is great. We appreciate everyone's support. And we rank top five in impressions. So impressions basically for audio is everyone who's listening to this show from start to finish. We're top five in people who are listening to the show from start to finish. We really appreciate that. Faux but show. Ricky Bobby and, and Talladega Knights said, if you ain't first, you're last. So if everyone, if you guys miss something a part of if you miss the show one of these days you can tune in to the rough cut sportscast on all podcasting platforms whether that be itunes spotify iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcast we are there so please go check us out support the show in the audio form and help us get to number one okay we say it all yeah. the time we say it. we we don't like to be second third fourth or fifth if we're not first we're last we want to get better we want to be number one so help us get and there. honestly and honestly, check it out, especially if you're in here already. We know you caught the show. Do us a favor. Just go hit that download button anyways. That counts. You don't have to listen again. If you do, we love you for loving us. But hit the download button. Hit the listen. That way we get that credit anyways. And uh, and it helps us get to where we're trying to go very soon with a five-day-a-week type show. So go ahead. Go do it. Go do it. Did, yeah, I did. Did, did, did you say it. five days a week? Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah, I did. Are you trying to? Are you trying to drop that now, or kind of save that to the end? You want to? Yeah, we are. Listen, <laughs> yes. mean? Right, damn now, sir. Hit. Tell me what you're talking about. Tell them what so, you're talking about. Everybody, Rapid. beautiful listeners, beautiful BID viewers. Stuff. That who? Kanye, Kanye West. Yeah, there, there you is. go. Tell there them through is. the wire. <laughs> so everybody, we have been talking about this since day one, since Jump Street. We were like, we want to get to five days a week. We want, we have to get the support. And because we saw the fact that we are in the top five, we're like, let's do this. Let's get more content out there so we can get to number one. So without further ado, we are going to be dropping not one, not two, not even the normal three shows a week. You're going to see Monday through Friday rough cut action on a date to be determined. But you're going to get Mon a special Monday matchup show where at some form of the rough cut crew will be giving you their favorite matchups of the week to watch for. 
Tuesday, you're going to get Diamond Talk, a special baseball show dedicated to you baseball fans who don't get your wish of getting the baseball content you want from the Rough Cut. We're going to have Dylan and Aaron host that show called Diamond Talk, 8.30s on Tuesdays. And, of course, your normal Wednesday through Friday Rough Cut Sportscast content with the whole crew, maybe three people from the crew, maybe two people from the crew. It's going to be a great time five days a week. Not one. Yeah. Not, two, <laughs> not two. Not three. Not four. Five. Not to mention the, 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 uh, the, fight, the fight shows on Saturdays from time to time. Yeah. Right? yeah, we got pop-up content for y'all too. We talking fights coming up. We got one coming on June 12th. The Adesanya matchup. That's gonna be a good one. Uh, and then also talk about football season when it's coming back. We got pigskins and pancakes coming for your fantasy content. We doing it big. Like, if you're not loving us now, you're gonna be mad if we have it go away, which we won't, but you get it. Like, make sure that can't happen. Hit that like, hit that share. Tell everybody we were walking all through Jacksonville and Orlando. <laughs> hey, we what's were. your name? I don't care about your name. Uh, rough cut sportscast. See the shirt? Go like it. Go hit it. We got other people's phones. We were like, oh man, we can't wait to see your content. Yeah, rough cut sportscast. Like it. All right, beautiful. Thanks. Do it. Do the same thing. Steal your friends' phones. Invite them to like it. We'll love you forever. Yeah, and, forever, and, ever. and and it's not like you're just like forcing them into a bad decision. Okay, when they see what we're dropping here. Lied. They're going to love the show because who doesn't love our show? And AJ, I'm really glad you brought the shirts up though, because they're now on sale. Ooh. They are now on sale. If you want your Rough Cut Sportscast t-shirt, just let us know. We have a link that will be posted on our Facebook page, on our Twitter, on our Instagram. You'll see those that link. If you want a Rough Cut Sportscast shirt, if you want to be a part of history, if you want to change the game with us, get your Rough Cut shirt. Be a part of history. We're changing the game every single day. That's it, though, of paying the bills. That was a lot of yeah. bills today. Yeah, we got a lot of bills. A lot of bills. Uh, we are. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get a lot of bills. small show, buddy. Yeah. Small show, lots of bills. Small show, lots of bills. But it's time to get in our main event. We're playing Back to the Future, and there's no other way to get into the main event without this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. So hyped. I get it. I get the chills every time I hear that. Just chills. Right. Chills, chills, chills. Uh shout out to the uh chat. Uh, real quick, Bailey. The Knicks D is a joke. 20 points by Trey Young, and it's 5744 at the half. Oh, no, no, no. The Knicks D is really, really well. Trey Young is that dude, sir. Back up off. Let's be okay? honest. Let's be honest. Before we get into this hockey talk, this is happening because New York City. Their governor or mayor or whoever mayor. wants to come out and talk. And this dude, Trey Young, is about that life. There's one thing you don't want to do in the NBA. You don't want to piss off superstars. When you piss off superstars, they're going to do exactly what Trey Young is doing. And that's probably going to go for a 40 piece tonight. They shouldn't have done it. Should have kept their mouth shut and just came out and played the game. It, it's hard. What happens. It's hard for me, too, because I'm like, man, I love. I love the villains of every sport. Like unless unless it's Tom Wilson destroying my Rangers, <laughs> I really do love the villains of every sport. And 
it's hard not to like get on with Trey Young here. Like the shush to the Madison Square Garden crowd, that was dope, dude. That was so sick. I was like, damn it, why does it have to be against the Knicks? That's so awesome. Gotta let him know. Hey, that man came and said it's real quiet in here right now. And then he goes on, and then he goes on to interview with Shaq, and he's like, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but they were yelling F you to me, and I was like, Bring it. It was was great. Absolutely. Uh, It was great. He wants all the smoke, and I'm here for it. I love it. I like it. Um, it's not about the Knicks defense. The Knicks are the number one rated defense in the league. They're a very good defensive team, but just like in most sports, great offense will always beat great defense. Perfect pass will beat great coverage. It's it just, if, if you're great, if you're perfect on offense, you're, you're not going to be stopped. I don't care how good of a defensive team you are. I really hope the Knicks can do it. But that's for tomorrow. Tonight, though, we're playing Back to the Future where we're looking back at our bad, our wrong takes and our right takes from our previous NHL first round preview show. And uh, one of the biggest surprises from the first round so far has to be Winnipeg not only beating the Edmonton Oilers, but sweeping them. And this really wasn't a part of like the plans to pull this video up. But Dylan sent it to me and I was like, it's an impressive take. So let's travel back in time to the first take that is absolutely scorching hot and ended up becoming true. They have the scoring that could still keep up with a good team like Edmonton. So I think it's a lot of offense, but it's going to be great goaltending as well, especially on the Winnipeg side with what Hellebuck's been doing and his his dominance. You talk about a workhorse. The backup, Laurent Rossois, started 10 games this year. So Hellebuck, he can take a workload. I think he's going to do phenomenal in the postseason. And you got a good goalie and a good offense. And I think that's basically all you need to be Edmonton because it seems like in the postseason, they don't find a way to step up. Their power play is always solid. But once again, I think that Edmonton and Winnipeg would be a great series because of the goaltending. And Winnipeg can also score. That was so right. When Dylan sent us that message today saying that he called this Edmonton Winnipeg thing, I was like, bullshit, no way, <laughs> no way. And then he and then he sent that in and I was like, wow, I got to put I don't I'm not even going to worry about downloading the episode of that and, and putting it in there. That was incredible. That was an incredible take. Dylan, when you saw it come true, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, originally, it's scary because you're going against Connor McDavid and what he's been able to do this year. And I mean, not just McDavid, you have Dreisaitl and all the stars on that uh, Edmonton Oilers team. And it's just, it's hard to pick against them. But I've really believed in this Winnipeg team. They have a lot of underrated players, including uh, Mark Shifley, Nikolai Ehlers. I mean, there's just a ton of underrated pieces on this roster. And I knew that Hellebuck's a great goaltender. And you guys mentioned it on the show, uh, the, the preview show before the postseason started. He's the second best goalie in the league. He has a great workload and you need a good goaltender if you're going to win the Stanley Cup. And uh, you've seen you've seen Winnipeg get that, get that done. And they're also getting the offensive production out of their lineup. Uh, I know uh, uh, something that happened in the chat that day was uh, someone was roasting the defense of Winnipeg, but you technically don't need a defense if you got a hot goalie as long as you're scoring goals. And and, and Winnipeg had the defense. Win- that was one of the biggest shocks to me was Winnipeg had the defense to shut down Connor McDavid. After that first game where I saw Connor McDavid held to one shot and that one shot coming late in the third period, I was like, who is the, wh- where did Winnipeg and how, how did they get this defense? Like, I, I don't understand it, but with that, and then Connor Hellebuck playing well. I mean, that's that's a deadly combination right there. And uh, so, Dylan, if if it looks like Toronto might end up winning and beating Cal- uh, Montreal, that's kind of what it looks like now. 
can Winnipeg do this again to yeah. a Toronto Maple Leafs team? Yes, they can because we've already seen how the Maple Leafs do it year after year in the playoffs. So when they do end up winning this series against Montreal, yes, I said win, uh, they're going to end up winning it. Uh, first first playoff series win since 2004. So they don't they don't win a lot in the playoffs. And after losing John Tavares, I think it's going to be it's going to be pretty tough to continue that success against a hot goaltender in Hellebuck. And we've seen this uh, Winnipeg team make runs deep into the playoffs. I believe it was 2016. I want to say. I, I might be wrong on that one, but they did make a deep run a few years ago, and I thought they were a potential winner for the Cup. Yeah, I, I originally, my bracket that is now going up in flames because Edmonton lost, I originally had Edmonton beating Winnipeg and then Edmonton beating Toronto for a similar like for similar reasons to what you just said. But now, in my opinion, I think Winnipeg ends up doing it, doing exactly what they did to Edmonton, to Toronto, and being the team that comes out of the North. I, it's tough so to Vin, beat them. Vinny, so, so Vinny, I have a question because I wanted to bring up this series as well. And it was, it's like Dylan had a perfect take, obviously. We also mentioned in one of those episodes, I'm not sure if it was that episode or not, Connor McDavid. And you started to obviously throw the, the praise that Connor McDavid, he does deserve. But at what point as a superstar, do we start holding him accountable for not getting it done in the postseason? And, you know, the comparisons to like a guy like Sidney Crosby, um, and, you know, being that he's up north, he's not getting probably the same attention from most fans that a Sidney Crosby got. What at what point do we look at him and say, hey, so we need to see something else. We need to see you take that next step. We need to see you actually win playoff series and, and take your team to another level. Because so that that's the, that's the thing, though. You, you say he's up north. He doesn't get a, he doesn't get the attention he does in the hockey world. He is getting, I, I mean, I've seen some people really hot on Connor McDavid, not being able to get the job done. I mean, shit, I saw Stephen A. Smith have a hockey take today where he was <laughs> calling out Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. So I was that, like, that, that's amazing. I mean, to me, I guess that's, that's my point. It's like, we're starting to see it now, but Sidney Crosby was known by non-hockey fans, like just because yeah. of, of the yeah. name and the attention that he did, he garnered. And Connor McDavid is is that type of player. We've said that, but I, maybe he wasn't as well known. And now that he's in these in these playoff series, at what point do we look at him and say, "You have to get it done, or you can never be on the same level as a guy like"? Crosby. I think it's I think it's right now. Like obviously, we, we mentioned a few weeks ago or a few time a few days ago. I can't remember when it was, but we brought up when is Connor McDavid going to one out of Edmonton? Is he going to potentially one out? That's where I don't think so because he's had the opportunities in the playoffs, but he can't get it done. You watch the goal that Kyle Connor scored. That's a bad turnover that he had, and he should be held accountable for that. Yeah, it's it, it's similar to uh, like you, you make the comparisons to Sidney Crosby. This is similar to the Alexander Ovechkin thing here because Alexander Ovechkin for so much of his career was – not able to get the job done in the playoffs. Obviously that's what's happening with Connor McDavid here. The thing is with hockey, it's such a team sport that you need everyone around him to be, to be good, but you're right. It's the same thing when I brought up with the goaltenders the other, the other night about like Sergei Bobrovsky, you have to have goalies make that save. You have to have your stars kind of pick up the slack. If the team is falling behind at least one game, maybe not a whole series, but at least one or two games, you need your star to take over and win a game or even two. And Connor McDavid didn't do that. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl both should be getting a lot of heat here for their play yeah. against Winnipeg. There was there. I mean, it was a very 
formidable defense in the in the Winnipeg Jets. Like that was a defense that they should have been able to to light up like we all thought and they didn't. And that's a big problem. So there's going to be a lot of change hopefully coming to the Edmonton Oilers this offseason. Do do does the NHL does the NHL need Connor McDavid to to be successful in the in the playoffs? Like we always look to these leagues about having these stars. Like we see it in baseball with Mike Trout, how unsuccessful he's been, but he's the best player in baseball. Does does the NHL need a star like Connor McDavid to be successful in order to grow their game, to to expand and to reach this audience that maybe is not in the hockey world as of yet, but want to uh, have this like mass appeal and, and kind of draw people into the game? Yes and no, and that's a really shitty way to answer it. But I'm gonna, <laughs> say, I, I yeah, if I had to choose an answer because Full Sail tells me to full, to choose an answer, I'll say yes because eh. what. Well, Connor, the thing is, though, is with hockey, it's like and hockey and the larger picture of getting people in, you have to have a character to a personality to build around, not just the game itself, but a a personality to kind of give the fans what they want. You know, who's that, that type of player? Nathan McKinnon. That's where but, I was going to go. But <laughs> being being on the Connor McDavid side, to say yes is he is a high a human highlight reel. If you get Connor McDavid to do his human highlight reel stuff on the big stage, that is a huge thing for the NHL. And especially with this move going to ESPN, with hockey going to be featured a lot more, you're gonna need Connor McDavid to to kind of show up and make those highlight reel plays on the big stage, so it can be showed to these new big markets that that they have now with Turner Sports and ESPN. But Nathan McKinnon is that guy. I'll, I'll, I, if one of you guys were, were going to bring it up, I'll let you bring it up. Yes. But Nathan McKinnon's going to be that guy. Let me, let me say one thing real quick. Both of your points, Aaron, you brought up Mike Trout. Mike Trout doesn't get to the playoffs. McDavid's had his chances. He's blown all of them. So he's got to step up in the playoffs. And that's on him if he wants to market the game. If he wants to be this next guy in the National Hockey League and be a leader, then he's got to start winning some games in the playoffs because it's going to start getting old real quick. So ESPN, all that stuff. He could get there. He's got to start winning games in the playoffs. And I, this is where I'm going with the question to you, Benny. If you're a GM that has a playoff-ready team, you get to pick one player to lead your team to go win the Stanley Cup, and you have a playoff-ready team right now. You're taking Connor McDavid or you're taking Nathan McKinnon? I don't care what Vinny says. I'm taking McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon has showed it. Nathan He's McKinnon a playoff performer. It. Yeah, you know, I mean, see, the that, thing is, is Nathan McKinnon. Sorry, good. You're good. He asked you the question. Go ahead. I'll follow up after you. I, no, no, no. I insist. You go ahead. I, I, <laughs> if you have a good point, I don't want to end up taking. All I was gonna, all I was gonna say with that, the way you asked that question is it, you, you, the part about playoff ready team. To me, I don't mind which one I get. Then they're both young. They're both talented. You look at what Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle missed out on when you brought up about him wanting out of Edmonton, but if he can't do it with just one other player, what's he going to do somewhere else? Now, if you have a playoff ready team and you say, here's Connor McDavid, am I angry? Not at all. Connor McDavid is enough to take a playoff ready team or a championship contender with one piece missing to that next level. But if it's just him and just Leon Dreisaitl so far, they haven't been able to do it. And the last thing that gets me about this whole sweep thing was the fact that Winnipeg lost seven of the nine games they played yes. against Edmonton. And they, by 34 goals in the season, so what flips where, and I know playoff is different, but what flips from something like that? Seven of nine games, 
34 goals in the season. And Connor Hellebuck didn't even play back-to-back goal uh, nights in the season. And he comes in and shuts out game three and four, basically, and takes them to the sweep. So uh, that, that was kind of my point to you and to round off my thought process on the entire conversation you guys had. I'm back. Welcome. <laughs> Good to see y'all. <laughs> I think I think you do have to take Nathan McKinnon though, and and the reason I say that, and a, a really good example from this is last season the Colorado Avalanche were banged up. They were a hurt team playing in the bubble last season, and Nathan McKinnon still produced and did everything he could. Like, there's a difference between Nathan McKinnon last year when Colorado got bounced and Edmonton this year when Connor McDavid got bounced. Nathan McKinnon, you really looked at Nathan McKinnon, and you're like, you gave it your all. You did everything you could have done for this team to win, and you just the team was just not good enough because of injuries. Connor McDavid had the, a fully healthy team in in Edmonton, and just and still just didn't produce. It also goes into the fact that you take out one guy from Edmonton, you take out two guys from Edmonton, and there really isn't that much else out there. It's it's a, it, they're going to have to really rethink what what they're doing in Edmonton because their defense is bad. You cannot rely on Mike Smith. You Dylan, you brought it up with the goaltending matchup, and when you said it on the show, I was like. There's not really a goaltending matchup because Mike Smith is a sieve and he's not very good at like he is so inconsistent and especially in the playoffs you can't you can't be inconsistent in the playoffs it's just not a thing and it's just well I mean so you talk about him them having one or two pieces I don't think it's so much that they lost in the playoffs I'm be honest it wasn't that they lost to me you can't get swept Connor McDavid yeah. has to be good for one yeah. win. He has to he has to get you a win. Like somehow your star has to get you a win. Even I, I don't care what sport it is, in a series of seven games, your star should be good for one win, especially if you're considered one of the very few best players in the world. And uh, we've seen it time and time again in baseball and basketball who have seven game series. I mean, Allen Iverson got a win against the Lakers when they were three peating. You have right. to get a win. It's it's really it's really funny. Obviously, you brought that up. It's like you make the comparison to Sidney Crosby with Connor McDavid, and you saw the games that, that that Edmonton lost. They blew a lot of leads. Like, there was a lot of blown leads, and that's that difference you have yet to see develop in Connor McDavid's skill his skill set. He's He can really pickpocket players because of how fast he is, but when you're playing that structured defense in the, in the D zone, when they're, when they're really pressuring you, Connor McDavid's kind of irrelevant if you're if you're passing the puck around, cycling the puck, and working it around him. Sidney Crosby makes sure he's he's relevant in the defensive zone. Connor McDavid has yet to develop that point in his game. And when I brought up that point of who's better, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, I said that that was one of the things that he's going to end up having to to develop if he wants to surpass a Sidney Crosby. I think he can, but you didn't see it in the playoffs. Nathan McKinnon, you're you're seeing it, and I would. After this conversation, I would I would choose Nathan McKinnon over Connor McDavid in the playoffs if I have to, if Oof, I had to. That's a tough look right now for you, buddy. <laughs> it is, it is, but but again, and the 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 bow on it here, Nathan McKinnon last year played with a very beat up Colorado Avalanche team in the bubble, still produced. Connor McDavid did not produce against Winnipeg when they needed him most, and that's just it's just what it is. Aaron, I got you next though. I got you next on this Back to the Future game. You ready for it? Yeah, I'm sure it's bad. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. 
Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a mattress firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Man, all these teams are good in, in this in these areas. Really, top ten, top fifteen, roughly in that area. They're not. The Predators are not. They're not a They're team not. that belongs in the play. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be that nope, aggressive. No, you said it. No, no you said right. it right. They right. they do not belong in the playoffs, and this is probably going to be a short series, and we all know it. So we can just say it. You know that one's really. I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't have put it all on you. No, no. Hey, listen. I have been. I, I'll. T- I'll wear. I'll take this one because I thought that Nashville. I said it when we were in Florida that Nashville did not stand a chance in this series. Um, I've been proven wrong. Saros has been amazing. I mean, the the goaltending and the, they've been to me. I'm trying to make a comparison because they've been playing with a different type of energy. I feel than a like a team that knows they're not as good as the team they're playing against. Like I just feel like their their energy energy has been there, and it's been three straight overtime games. So they've been pushing Carolina to the to the to the max. Like Carolina's like, damn, I didn't think this was gonna happen. Why are we still in this series? Um, I still do think I'm still gonna stand by more. I still think Carolina comes out and wins the series. Uh that the game they had last night was big. I felt like had they gone down three two, then I would have been a little bit worried. I would I would have been yeah. worried that Nashville might have felt some some momentum after winning three straight overtime games and and able to close out the series. But I just think the difference has been maybe a we don't have anything to lose mentality. I'm going to attribute it to the fact that not only myself, but many people thought that Nashville didn't stand a chance against the Hurricanes. And they've come out and they've shown that they belong. I was wrong. I I apologize to the to the Nashville (laughs) fans, uh, all uh, the additional fans that are going to be in the building tomorrow night. I think they allowed like five more thousand fans. So now it's up to like 16,000. They they know they need that win. I don't know what else to say. The fact of the matter is, is, is Carolina kind of has been underwhelming. I they haven't lived up to their potential. That. And if yeah. they mess around and lose game six, you know, in a game seven, anything can happen. It, so. it, it's, it, it really, it feels good to say this, but home ice advantage matters in that series. And it feels good yeah. to have fans back in the first place. And it feels damn good to see the fans having an impact on a game. Because like I said, I did, I didn't clip this, but when the Preds barn gets rocking, man, there the Preds the Preds feed off that energy, man. And I've got some friends that work for the Preds, and it's just like they they tell me all the time that 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 place is just it feeds into the Predators games, and they feed off of it, and they they play so much better when that's when they have that, and it shows right now because they're rocking whenever they're playing in Nashville. So maybe that benefits Carolina in the end because game if it go, does go to a game seven, it would be in Carolina. But it does feel good to have fans back, man. It feels great. Yeah, it does. Feels yeah, great. yeah, don't sell, nice. it, don't it, sell uh don't sell their their captain short. He's been I feel like he's led that team and Yossi. Oh, yeah. He's been he's done a really a really good job, I think, keeping them level headed. And um I, I mean I'm gonna give him a shot in game six. Like you said, I think home ice does matter, but I still think the Canes pull it out. Um, game seven, I think. I think they'll win game seven. The Preds. I will say, if 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 the Hurricanes do pull it out, 
they're really lucky with what's been going on yep. in the Florida Tampa Bay series because you you know you go in there expecting a quick easy series and maybe not them they're professionals they know they got to fight for it but you go in there everyone's thinking you're going to sweep them or beat them pretty easily and you look over now you're you're fighting for your life and you look at Tampa Bay and Florida and they've been physical they've been I mean 68 combined penalty minutes in one period now when you come out you got somebody who's a little bit still on your level because if, if if either one of these guys, Tampa Bay or Florida, had come out of this easy, and Carolina went through what they're going through to win, I mean, you're, you're probably you're probably going home in the second round. So uh, we're we're up for some good hockey in the Central Division for sure. The Preds, oh, yeah. the Preds are a team that always shows up in the playoffs. I mean, many years it doesn't matter the roster they have; they tend to win games in the playoffs, and they really do not have any offense. Everything is built off of their defense and goaltending, and that is where. I want to slide things over to the Kane side. And this is this gets me hot because I, I don't understand how year after year the Carolina Hurricanes, and you see multiple teams in different leagues do this, the Milwaukee Brewers in baseball. What's their need? Pitching. Do they address it? Hell no, they don't. You look over in football, the Indianapolis Colts, they need a wide receiver. Do they address it? Hell no, they don't. Do you look at the Carolina Hurricanes? You know what they don't have? A goaltender. You know who was available in the offseason? Robin Leonard. Why don't you address that? It drives me insane how we're sitting here with the same conversation about this Carolina Hurricanes hockey team that they're not going to win the Stanley Cup. They're making the playoffs. Sure, they're getting a nice performance out of the young kid, Nadelkovic. But outside of that, you could have gotten a superstar that takes you over the top. They have the offensive talent. They have a great head coach. They have good defense. But the goaltending is always uh, lacking there in Carolina. I mean, Cam Ward was good for a few years. Sure, they won a cup back in the day. But you're not winning anything with Mrazek. You're not winning anything with Nadelkovic. You'd win a Stanley Cup if Robin Leonard was on that roster right now. Uh, I saw Vinny's face. Yeah, and then I he moved really was, fast. I was like, "Oh, I, he was." I just think broke. a response is coming, and it's not I'm ready for it. It's not like a hot take response. You're you're right in the sense that they do need goaltending. Drives me nuts. I don't think Robin Leonard was available. He, I don't he, really, he went back to Vegas. Yeah, I don't think he was really that available. I think he wanted to be in Vegas, and he was waiting for that that offer from. I don't think he was that that available. I mean, you you could have brought up Braden Holpe. That's that fair. Yes, been, you could have brought up Holpe. You could have brought up a potential trade with one of the uh, yeah, one of the yeah. Blue Jackets goaltenders, the young tandem there. You probably could have got Merce Lickens or potentially Corpy Salo if you worked a deal there. I mean, they could have addressed the position, but it drives me nuts that none of these teams. I'm going to use a quote from Eddie Olchek. Sometimes you got to put the plums on the table, and that's what the Carolina Hurricanes need to do. They need to go out there and make a move that could make them a potential Cup winner because they're always going to fall short. Colts are always going to fall short in the playoff when they make it because they don't have someone on the outside. The Brewers the other, are always going to fall, fall short when they make it because they don't have a pitcher. Well, they're finally getting there, but same thing. The other tough thing is Carolina is going to be in some tough, tough times with, with salary. That's exactly. also why they couldn't go out and pay a goaltender because you can't well, if you're trying to win the Stanley Cup this year. You you can't if they don't have money. That You, you can this year. Next year is a different story. What, well, that's what I'm saying. They, they're all, like this year. They're already like strapped for cash. So, I, look, I looked. Well, I looked oh, Vinny, at the salary Vinny, cap. I have a question about that because I don't. I have no clue about the NHL salary cap or anything like that. You can be Tampa but, and you can snake it. However, however, nope. I am familiar with the NFL hard salary cap and all the other caps in in the major sports, and the salary caps are more like guides. If these owners want players. They can get them. They can yeah. manipulate the cap any way they please. They can pay additional tax, luxury tax in basketball. This idea that you can't pay somebody, I don't buy it. 
if they wanted somebody, they would have went out and got him. Maybe they just felt, and I don't know this to be fair, maybe they felt they were good enough that they didn't need to, but history is showing that they're not good enough because they're struggling with the four seed Nashville Predators, the team that they were supposed to sweep because I said so. And I got to sit on here and watch my take back me look like an idiot on not national TV, but Facebook TV. Let's and get I don't like national. it. So I'm on Dylan's side. Go get somebody all, that can go 10. All they have to do is wait till the playoffs when the salary cap doesn't matter and then bring up whatever goal cap goal 10 you want. Isn't that right? Isn't that how it works, Vinny? Isn't that what's up? That's that. That is the Tampa Bay Lightning way. My thing, though, the is Tampa Bay Lightning way. It's the NHL way. Just and we just a, knew it. So just smart. kind of shed some light to this finding a goaltender is a very hard thing to do there's not that many great there's not really many great goaltenders out there that that was available i mean you saw brayden holby you need a great one what or do you need a good enough one that can get hot in the playoffs well that's the thing we get someone with experience wasn't ben bishop available if he was healthy you had kudobin there when was ben bishop available they could have made him available you're telling me dallas was gonna have both goaltenders yeah, 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 that's actually why. A thing. What they uh, do. a lot of a lot of teams love to have two goal, good goaltenders. Yeah. Like that's becoming a thing to have yeah, a good. Vegas two started great that. I guess it's like yeah, a running. Not back. really. Boston running back by committee. Goaltender by committee. I'm so mad you took that because oh, it, it plays into me. <laughs> it's kind of it, it, it's it's a little different because. The thing is, is goaltending is much more important than the running back position, but it is, that is a thing. A goaltenders by committee is a thing. I mean, the Islanders, you said Vegas started that. They didn't start that. Boston started it long ago when they brought in, well, not, no, not, not that when, when they brought in Yaroslav Halak and Tuka Rask and both of them were both solid throughout the season. They split time. Then the Islanders did it with Simeon Varlamov and Thomas Grice. And then really it started becoming a thing. I even, you'll see one article on my full sale page for a blog. And it is me writing an article about how getting a, getting a double goalie set up for the marathon. That is the NHL season is the key to winning and key to success. And it's just it's hard to find goalies. You're right. Your take is right where they do need to be aggressive in finding a goaltender, but the market for finding a great goaltender, it's kind of like finding a great quarterback. It's very hard to do. When you do have one, you lock them down because it's the, it's it's almost impossible to get. But your point is valid. They need to address you know the position because they need to win a Stanley Cup with the roster they have. You can't let Aho and all these great players get away because you don't have anyone stopping the puck when the time matters. I, I love I love Carolina, man. I would love to see them win a Stanley Cup again. Rod Rod the Bod, Brenda Moore, man. Oh man, that'd be great. You know what was a bad take though? This was a bad take from <laughs> me. And it was it was really embarrassing. This is this is probably my most embarrassing take. It's like one of those things where like no one really shows up to the Panther games. Maybe for the playoffs it'll be different. And I and I love the Florida. The Florida Panthers are my second team. Like if I had to choose a, t- a second team to root for other than the New York Rangers, whether they're in the playoffs or not. It's the Florida Panthers. I was born down there, hometown team. Love it. But the Panthers have a hard time getting a f- attendance, getting fans into the building. And I have a feeling that Tampa is going to take over w- the BB&T Center where the Panthers play when they have the away games. That <sighs> would hurt because I'm from, I'm from South Florida. And like that, I shat on them. And I shat on their fan base for not showing up. And they showed up. They really did show up. Even though they might lose this series, they what Florida did. Oh, oh, what <laughs> Florida did. Though, AJ. Right now, it, hey. I don't know what's happening. Hey, I think he's frozen. What? 
Oh, AJ, what are you doing, buddy? Yes, he is frozen. He is frozen. Uh, His camera's frozen. He What what though that take though was really, really bad on my part. The Florida Panthers uh, the fan base really showed up during that first few those first two games in Sunrise. They were buzzing, man. It's a part of this whole thing where it's good to have fans back. It really is the Florida Panthers are one of those big contributors to the fact that it is great to have fans back. And that was a terrible take by me. I guess I don't need a stick in it too long, right? Because I know I have another really right. bad take from that series. Mm. If T- Tampa's gonna win tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight. But on the plus side, Vinny. Yeah, I, uh by the by the looks of it, they're gonna win two nothing. On the plus side, Vinny, even though Tampa Bay didn't take over the, the arena. Didn't matter. They still got those games. So <sighs> unbelievable. Thanks a lot, Spencer Knight. Dude, Spencer Knight is the man. <laughs> I got I know. love Spencer Knight. <laughs> I'm so excited to see him do well. But again, in this series, I had another really, really rough take. And let's hear it. You're gonna see an adjustment period from Nikita Kucherov. There's going to be maybe two, three, maybe five or six games. It could go the whole first round series. And if they make it past Florida. You could see it all through that series where Nikita Kucherov just doesn't seem like himself. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I no longer should be the hockey guy. I'm laughing at your haircut. That was bad. You know what? <laughs> I, those I, 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 I that that was funny too. But um, I don't necessarily think it was a bad <laughs> take because I think most people, after a guy sits out the entire year, you're expecting an adjustment period. We talk about that in every sport. Um, I just think he defied what we would expect from most people. And he was able to come in and he was able to make an impact right away. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't know that I would label that as a bad take because obviously the impact he has on the ice is going to help the team. But I did expect some sort of kind of working in, you know, a couple of games. How is he going to adjust to the speed and the physicalness, especially in that series? It's been really physical and he hasn't really shown any of that. And I think that's, what's surprising, but I don't, I would have had the same take. I thought there would be an adjustment period, but I still had Tampa Bay winning the series. So it didn't matter anyway. We, we alluded to this in the, in earlier or around that time in the show, you know, I, I was saying Nikita Kucherov to me, I feel like he'd be chomping at the bit to finally get back on the ice. And, you know, I thought maybe game two, he'd come in and actually game two, if I'm not mistaken, was his worst game. Not bad by any means, but he didn't have the impact he definitely did in game one and or the impact he had in game three and four. So I, I'm I'm happy. We also talked about how elite he is and him coming in and the way he gets down with this squad, it wasn't going to make too big of a difference. The chemistry would just take a couple periods to get right. And, you know, he picked up right where you left off. And the fact that Florida's gotten the games they have, they played extremely hard. They fought. They put their heart out on the ice. And, you know, so be it. But, you know, you got to go home now. Is that is that some is that a thing in hockey, Vinny? Because I I I was on kind of on your side in basketball when you come in and you have to get like work your way back. We've seen it with LeBron and the big guys, or in football when you got to work your way back into the into a game shape, especially after missing months of time. How does that how is that different in hockey? Is that is that something you're? It's just easier to kind of transition into, or is there usually that adjustment period? Normally, there if if you're a regular player. There is that adjustment period, but when you're a superstar like Nikita Kucherov is, 
it is easier to be able to kind of hop back in it. And it really helps to have that, that support that he has in Tampa. When you're playing with great players around you, it's easier to find that rhythm quicker because in hockey is like, this is going really deep into the X's and O's of hockey. When you have someone on your line, that's really throwing you those crisp passes. Everything's tape to tape right there. Everything's quick and, and just flows so smoothly. It's very easy for a player to find their rhythm. And again, it helps to also be one of the best in the league uh, with Nikita Kucherov. So Fair he enough. was, he was about a hundred percent healthy before he even came back though. Let's be honest there. He had a bunch of time to just basically play around on the ice for a while. And he was, he was full strength. It wasn't like he's coming off an injury the second he stepped back. Thanks. Yeah. 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 But as my final back to the future take, this is one I had to end on a good note because I actually had said something right. X factor here to watch. And this is my first X factor I've dropped. JG Pajot, who plays for the New York Islanders, Jean Gabriel Pajot. He is going to be the player to watch, in my opinion, who's going to play a major part in the Islanders beating the Pittsburgh Penguins in seven. Also wanted to throw out there Kyle Palmieri, who was recently acquired by the Islanders from the Devils at the trade deadline, who is going to be play, play a big role. But J.G. Pajot, the X Factor. Look at Vinny. Kyle Palmieri had the overtime winner. Just throw that one out there. And J.G. Pajot had five points in five games for the New York Islanders, including helping set up an overtime winner and then scored or help score a few of those goals tonight that saw the New York Islanders. Yeah, he, had a, he had a really good game tonight. He did. He did. He is one of the, I've always been a big fan of John, John Gabriel Pajot when he was lighting up the, it all started back in his breakout kind of playoffs when he played for the Ottawa senators and torched the New York Rangers. I was like, this kid's going to be something special. And from there, he really has. And then he got he played he got traded to the New York Islanders. Barry Trotz's system really plays well into what JG Pajot does. And you're seeing it night in and night out with that with that Islanders offense. He's on a line. Uh, I believe his line is like it, it, the, the game one. It was he was playing on a line with uh, Kyle Palmieri, but it really shifted throughout the season or throughout the playoffs. And he produced every spot every, in every spot he was for the New York Islanders. So hot. Good, good take, right? Good, good, good take for once. How, how far, how far can the Islanders go? We talked about how boring their their style of play the is. Stanley and, Cup, but how, how realistically, how far can this team that plays defense at an elite level like they do? How far can they go? Did you say win the Stanley Cup, Dylan? They can, they can get to the Stanley Cup like they did last year. They have, they have a better. I will say this: the loss of. Uh, I was Anders Lee with the ACL that that's a big, big loss. But I think right now their offense, I don't want to say is better because obviously they don't have Anders Lee, but the offense is similar to what they had last year. They just have more depth to it. Yeah, that's 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 a fair that's a fair assessment there. But going to the Stanley Cup, it's that's tough. I don't know. That's a little tough to say, especially with how good Tampa has looked. Oh, man, this game is getting intense, by the way. Wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, with them, uh, I mean, you also got to think about what what's going on in the West. Imagine Aval- whoever Avalanche or Vegas come out of that. I don't know if the Islanders have enough to take one of them down, especially with the Avalanche look right now. And I'll be honest, I just think the Golden Knights are are having a harder matchup than they expected. 
but I don't think that'll be the case as they move forward. The Minnesota Wild, they were just a short couple points away from being in that top two spot. So I, I just think they have a harder matchup than expected. But if they get out of there, I think they can handle just about anybody they get receded to. So I know the can Islanders, they, like you they said, the they're no, that, the that's, Islanders. That's, that's, that's yeah. a tough one. That's going to be a seven game series. Yeah. I, I think, I think that'll be very much like what they're going through with the penguins. Uh, the, the way that they kind of play their defense and their pace. I think with Boston, they'll find a way to pace Boston, but we saw Boston, uh, you know, create chances when there was nothing there as well. So, I, I mean, for me, I think the Islanders get out of, out of this round and that that's probably it in my humble opinion. And if we do back to the future now, I'll have a good or bad take to use. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. It, and the thing is, is the difference between Boston and Pittsburgh is Boston has great goaltending in Tuka Rask. Yeah. He's a, he's a great goaltender and Boston, it's, it, like Dylan said, it'll go seven and it'll be a dog fight. And it, you know, Tampa is just getting this. Uh, they kind of snake their way into the playoffs. And once they beat, Carol, such a uh, hater, Tampa, bro. Tampa will beat Carolina and then get like a banged up and bruised uh, team from like that that series. It'll be like, uh, oh, oh, what a sneeze! <laughs> I did not sneeze. No, it was I did not sneeze like, at all. He's so. I was like, wow. I was like, wait a second. Why am I going into solo? I'm about to give a really terrible oh. take. That's hilarious. Because uh, I'm about to sneeze, though. I was like, I didn't sneeze yet. How'd you know it was coming? You <laughs> uh, called what I thought was me out. And I was like, oh, well, now I can't sneeze. Can't call me out like that. But yeah, go uh, go back to solo. Yeah, no, it's it, no. The Boston Bruins are going to end up. I'm so I'm so rattled right now. I'm so rattled. At Especially least mute the- your mic. Mute your mic, AJ. I muted my yeah, mic. I meant to. It came too fast. unacceptable this is going downhill fast also i'll kind of since we're going off the rails here i'll end it with this this tampa floor this tampa panthers game right now is gonna end three nothing tampa that's the third time you changed the score by the way no i said three nothing before didn't i you You said said two two nothing two one It'll, two nothing, well, two now, one, the three reason nothing. why I say that it's going to go three nothing now is because Florida is playing that style that they played when they got smoked six to two. Yeah. They're starting yeah. to play really just like unnecessarily edgy. Yeah. And yeah, they're, they're just, putting they're just trying to be extra physical play. and not play their game. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm peeking down at it and it seems like every opportunity they have, they're just, you know, they're putting bodies on them, but they're not like yeah. focusing on their offense or getting anything generated. I'm okay with that. Like, if I want to just give it to us that way, fine. We'll take a break and get ready for the next round. If you're yeah, playing right. Chell, they're going full four check right now. Mm. <laughs> hey, Tampa Band Six. It's it just you don't you don't want to put Tampa on the power play, and that's what Florida just continues to do. And it, that's not good, Bob. Not good. You know, we talk about and this could be as we round it out here. Uh, we talk about Coach Q being a great coach. Coach Q hasn't really been. There's the goal. Stamkos right in his office. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Easy. Just light Easy work. Peasy. Light work. This Easy peasy. Can and, I change and it my came score from again? a dumb penalty. It can came I change from my a score dumb again? penalty. Can I go no, five nothing? No, you can't nothing? change your score again. Can I go five nothing? <laughs> Jesus, man. Can you imagine this guy in Vegas? Uh, let me change it. Oh, wait. Can I put I in a bet? Hey, sir, can, can I, I get my bet, bet back? It's just not good. And you see the, I don't know if you guys are watching you, AJ, you're watching the game, right? Yeah. Look at mm-hmm. this replay. When you watch this yeah. replay, number 52 in front of the net. Uh, I believe that's Lomberg. He's just a bum. I don't know why he's on the ice. Yeah. Right now. Oh, no, that's, oh, that's, oh, no, that's Uyghur. Oh, great. Hmm. He's like, 
unnecessarily pulling at the guy's skate in front of him. Yeah. Doing absolutely nothing to play defense or block they're, they're a lane or the anything. They're not in the game. You know, but, it's, it, it's very apparent. They're not here. They're not. <laughs> Let's see if that strategy back, works for him, Cotton. <laughs> going back to your point, uh, Coach Q has been horrendous this series. He is. He has been like he's he's a normally a very great, a very good coach. And this hmm. series, he has not been between his carousel of goaltenders and it, like the the inability to kind of settle his team down when it gets tough is it's not very Coach Q like. It's not very Coach Q like. Still a lot of time in the game, but they they really oh, got to get it together. It, AJ. <laughs> it's the second period. It's only stop two zero. Okay. If the game wasn't going as the way it is, I would say yeah, there's still a lot of time left, and maybe Coach Q does it. He's a, he has the ability to do it. You guys he are so optimistic. I'm not optimistic. Oh, maybe there's a lose. chance the Florida Panthers I, they might go this game was, make an adjustment. I think there's this a, game still a lot of time zero. left. If this game was 4-0, I would be saying something different. But a two-goal lead. If this game lead, was 4-0, we wouldn't be talking about it because we wouldn't be watching it anymore. I'd That's be talking penalty. about it. You can't do that. You I'd be talking about that. it. 100%. The fact of the matter is, is Tampa's the better team. Yes, right. that's Tampa's true. going to win. Tampa that's deserves to move forward. There you and go. And let's move on. All However, all <laughs> it's a lot of time in the game. That's also a fact. <laughs> Fact. All correct statements. All correct statements. Yeah. Florida's about to go on the power play. I will say this. Florida needs a goal before this period ends, or they are going to continue to get smoked. Well, Connor Verhage. Our penalty kill is fantastic. What did you say, Dylan? Oh, Connor Verhage. Who? Connor Verhage. Who? Carter? Carter, Carter Verhage. There, there we Archer? go. There you go. You could have um, just said that, Vinny. You knew the hell he was talking I about. Did. I did. Well, no, Jesus. honestly, I could. I, Is there anyone of, else named Verhage with a different first name? Honestly, it, like it didn't sound like you were saying it. Like it partially sounded like you said Carter, and then partially sounded like you said Connor. It's really close, but get it right. I expect better out of you. When when AJ says it's the fourth inning, that's fine because he's AJ. But Dylan, yeah, I expect okay. better out of you. <laughs> Uh, so bad. I, I so expect better out of myself. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> I expect better um, out of I'm glad we're all if there you right like, now. If you'd like to switch over, you know, we kind of do this uh, main event sandwich where we jumped in talking basketball. Your stupid Knicks just tied it up with let's, two minutes left in the defense. Let's, let's get into the final countdown and we can talk some uh, We can talk some hoops. Is, talk is, there, is there anything else we need to cover? Yeah, I, yeah. do we need to? From the first round playoffs the right so far? <laughs> Minnesota being dogs against Vegas. That's a thing. Uh, Yes, three two. The Knights probably close it out tonight. You would think, but but we we talked about them before. That if they took and made that a series, that would be pretty impressive because we kind of thought the Knights would kind of walk through that a little bit. Um, them in Nashville, I would say, were the big surprises, obviously, of the first round outside of Edmonton, looking like Nashville more so than than Minnesota because Cam yes. Talbot has been phenomenal yeah. and he he played very good during the season during the regular season and continue that good play into this into the postseason actually played even better who is that other goaltender that could have signed markstrom how has he been i i honestly have not seen did he go to vancouver where did he end up jacob markstrom ended up in calgary and ended up being a backup in calgary really a part of their riddick? carousel of goals he's a flame riddick is in toronto wow i actually do Vinny. i actually do have a question about the minnesota vegas uh game tonight uh matt tolby is supposed to be not tolby uh matt colby right he's supposed to be making his appearance tonight uh his nhl debut they uh 
Now I got. I was just thinking about this. It's Matt. I, I, I know. Matthew, I know. Matt Boldy. I'm sorry, Matt Boldy. You big USA yeah. hockey guy, Matthew Boldy. He's yeah, a big. Dude. They were talking about him apparently making his debut tonight. Uh, is he somebody that can change the tides of this game by chance? No. Really? Because everyone seems very high on him. Is he like a Kale McCarr making his debut in the playoffs the way he, that Colorado he's, did? He's good. He, he if he does if he does play, is he going to have that big of an impact? He he's I don't think he I don't think he can. I mean, he could. He'll get minutes. Obviously, there's the possibility of it. But uh, let me see what Minnesota's line chart is right now. With, that was he, that horrible Jason. Only 10, minutes, only 10 minutes in, but he hasn't seen the ice yet. Is he right. in the lineup? He's he's on the um, box score. It means he's in the lineup. Yeah, he's on the box score. So I'm assuming he's in the lineup somewhere. So but he based off this yet. line chart, he is. Oh, well, he's a fourth line duster. Line, <laughs> settle down. You don't even know who he is. Jeez, you don't even know who he is, but I mean, he, I don't think he, he changes the game enough to like win them the series. I'm a bit big USA hockey. I played at BC. I love the kid. I hope, I hope nothing but the best from him, but teammates of Spencer Knight, teammate of Spencer Knight. That is correct. It don't matter. They're not getting none past flurry tonight. Leave him alone. I I, I need, honestly, I'm not, I'm not going to say it, but I need, all right, I'll say it anyways. Cause I'll do what I want. I need a shutout for Mark Andre flurry tonight. It shall be done. I I need a big shutout because I said I did. I said earlier in <laughs> yeah. our first round in our first round preview. I said Mark Andre Fleury comes out of this series with two shutouts. He's already got one. He can get a second one tonight. And uh, well, you crazy. know, you know, Minnesota only gets like four shots yeah. on goal a period. So <laughs> it's not like that. it's not like he has to do a whole lot. Uh, hey, I'm okay with that, man. I'm one hundred. Hey, just stop okay the puck. Simple. Just stop the puck. Yeah, there it is. Yep, there it is. That's all I got. Couldn't have said it better myself. AJ, can you uh, do me a favor and help me round out this show and tell everyone where they can follow us at? I think one of the places on Twitter uh, at roughcut underscore sports. I know there's a Facebook one at roughcut sports. I stopped by Instagram the other day. I think it was the roughcut sports cast. Um, (laughs) Somebody told me we had a YouTube with like videos on it and stuff like extra content, uh, roughcut sports cast there. And then they were like, make sure when you do it, you like it and you share it and you subscribe it. And then when you get home, just get on your phone and tell everybody. Was that correct? Uh, it sounds about right to me. Is, is there anything else? Cool. Well, tell everybody. Uh, apparently, tell them also about Halftime Sports Collectibles. Uh, there's this place with all this like sports memorabilia, like jerseys and basketballs and baseballs and cards and pictures and great prices. And it's all certified. And they're, they're, they're pretty good. You should go over there, check it out, order some stuff. And uh, apparently... Oh, yes. and that's hey, right. I knew it. See? Yeah. The rough cut sports. Yeah. Yeah. These shirts that there'll be a link on those uh, streamings and those social media places I told you to go check out so you can buy these shirts and represent the rough cut sports cast. And again, I'll do it for the last for this last week, too. If you order some Yeti, because uh, starting tomorrow, there will be free monogramming. So this is easy for you right here. You're getting double wins. You can put that logo on your yeti for free and i will still give you 10 percent off of your yeti mug if you show me your receipt with the rough cut sports cast logo on it so do it get her done and shout out belly up sports hanging out with y'all has been dope we're thoroughly enjoying it and being a part of that network thank you for all the support uh we can't wait to collab with y'all on a hockey show next week and uh, yeah I, I think i nailed it i think i'm pretty good at what i do I- I think you did. I, I think that was good. I think that was good. But there is actually one more thing. 
There's one more thing. I'm the worst. You missed the it. Worst. You did miss it. But it's okay. I'm here to pick you up. That's what I do. We're not where we want to be, guys. Top five is not enough. Top ten is not enough. We want to be number one. So please, after the show, if you want to listen back to any old episodes, you can go check us out on all podcasting platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Go check our shows out, man. They're great times, great content from us. You can even travel way, way back in time to like the first ever episodes that we did. They're still there. Oh my God! That the I'll be listening to my NBA. uh, Oh boy, it's going off. (laughs) Oh boy, it's going (laughs) off. Oh boy, that's it. I'm gonna be checking out my NBA playoff preview probably tonight or tomorrow. See how how I'm looking. It was a long time ago, so I understand. I know I'm gonna have some things off, but I think I'm pretty decent in a couple places. I'll give the class homework if you guys are watching right now. If you guys go to the podcasting platform of your choice and find AJ's old episode of his pre- playoff pre or not playoff preview, his NBA season preview, go check yeah. that out and take notes on what, uh, what he did, what he said wrong. There's also an episode where Aaron's yeah. on it as well, talking basketball for an NBA preview show. Yeah. And uh, if you guys want to, if you, if you guys want to talk and look at that and, pick out what they said wrong and drop it in the chat for tomorrow's show. That'd be great. I, I never I'm, said nothing wrong. Even oh, when man. I'm wrong, I'm still right. I like the confidence. <laughs> I let y'all know about Jared Kelnick in the baseball preview. He's made his debut and swung the bat pretty well for the Mariners. Who? Never heard of him. They still don't know who he is, Dylan. <laughs> never heard of him. We'll Give it time. Bring, Give it we'll time. have to bring that up on our first episode of Diamond Talk. Diamond Ooh, Talk. Bum, bum. Do it. I yeah, love wait. it. I love it. But as I'm as I'm watching the Dodgers and Astros right now, I feel yeah, like I need more only, screens. I only bro, watch like, it when it's in Houston. <laughs> I feel like there's only one one way to to end this. I feel like there's only. Don't one, do it again. One way it's it's, it's overused. I got it. <laughs> it's when, overused. When it wants to load, it'll it'll be great. Oh uh, gosh! Uh, uh. I didn't know you guys were live. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> hey Dylan, we were live from Jump. Not lucky was stuck. I said, ah. <laughs> unbelievable. But that is it. We will see you guys tomorrow. Everybody in the chat, stick around. We'll be doing a little bit of final countdown action. But tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live here on Facebook, YouTube, and the Twittersphere, we will be going live for another Back to the Future Part 2 NBA edition where we pick and choose what they said right and what they said wrong. So tune in tomorrow, 8.30. Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.